he asked again, putting his hand on her leg and sliding it up. It nearly went under her short red skirt. Lizette froze. I would work long hours. I, I would be willing to do hard jobs, she stuttered, trying to ignore as his hand crept higher and nearly brushed her panties. How hard, he said, taking her hand and putting it on his crotch. She swallowed and stood up abruptly. I'm sorry, Mr. Loader, I think you've got me mixed up with some other sort of girl, she said, as firmly as she could manage. Her stomach was tied in knots. I want a job as an assistant, typing and answering phones. Oh, I'm sorry, he said. I must have been mistaken. Have you seen the lovely view out the window? Lizette felt taken aback and relieved at the sudden topic change. She would admire the view for hours if it meant Mr. Loader would keep his wandering hands off of her and his mind on her interview. She walked over to the window and looked down on the city. If she weren't nearsighted, she would be able to see her house from here. She needed glasses, but she never wore them. Her mother said they made her look bookish and that she would never be a success if she appeared to be a nerd. Her mother defined success as landing a man. It looks beautiful, she said. Something is certainly beautiful, Mr. Loader said. He stepped behind her, breathing into her ears and slipping his hands around her. He cupped her large breasts. Lizette spun around. It was a difficult feat in her tippy shoes. Mr. Loader, I think I had better go, she said, trying not to let her tears fall. Mr. Loader frowned. Yes, you had better go before I have you thrown out. You come in here dressed like that, and you expect me to think you want a job as an assistant. Women who look like you don't have respectable jobs, Lizette. And if you're going to display your wares so openly, don't be surprised if a man might want to sample them. He was angry, and Lizette felt afraid. She left as quickly as she could. As she rode the elevator down the twenty-seven floors to ground level, she felt her hopes drop down into her fabulous shoes. She wandered back out onto the sidewalk. She noticed that the man in the black suit was still hanging around on the street. He smiled at her again, like he knew something she didn't. Maybe he wanted to feel her up like Mr. Loader. She took a shallow breath and darted past him, avoiding his eyes. Had she done something wrong? Her mother had always told her to dress up when she wanted to leave a good impression on someone. That was all she had been doing. These were her nicest clothes. And she had wanted to impress Mr. Loader so that he would give her the job. No, she had ruined it. He hadn't taken her seriously. He had implied that she was a whore and that she would drop her panties for anyone because she showed a bit of cleavage and leg. She wasn't like that, and she wanted people to take her seriously. As she stepped out into the street again and made her way down to the subway to go home, Lizette realized she would never get a job as an assistant. She would have to go back to bartending because that was all she could do. At least there her cleavage got her good tips, and she could slap anyone who tried to feel her up. But somehow, she knew that bartending wasn't enough. It would never be enough to satisfy her and make her feel like a success. Her job wasn't enough. Her life wasn't enough. And neither was she.
Lizette rode the subway in silence, staring at the dirty floor that was covered in gum wrappers, a flyer, the cap discarded from a bottle of juice, and the mud of thousands of shoes. When she got to her stop, she climbed the stairs with difficulty, wishing she could take off her ridiculous heels and be comfortable again. But she still had a twenty-minute walk to get to her neighborhood. She teetered along, trying not to get the spikes of her heel caught in any of the cracks in the sidewalk. She heard something behind her. It made her nervous when she realized that someone was following her. When she looked back and saw that it was the man in the black suit, she felt real fear. Why was he trailing behind her? She walked faster, the clicking of her shoes echoing in the empty street. There weren't any shops or houses along this stretch. There was nowhere to duck into where there would be people who might help her. She kept on going and tried not to glance backwards. He didn't seem to be looking at her. It was quite a coincidence.